York and Chapel presents Brands That Matter, the weekly podcast that explores companies whose products, policies, or practices make the world a better place. Now here's your host, John Rarick. All right, welcome back to another episode of Brands That Matter. Joining us today is Frank Matrisano of Chameleon BX. Frank and his team there are doing amazing things to help guide young athletes to an alternate path that sort of circumvents the traditional NCAA path that a lot of athletes have been told for their entire lives that they have to take. Frank, thanks for joining us today. Hey, sir. Thank you, John. Very much appreciate you having me on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. So, Frank, you know, your your reputation as a trainer is well known out there. You're not easy on your subjects. Um, what we're really life changer, sir. Life changer. <laughs> life changer. I love that. Um, but what you're you're doing with Chameleon BX is really something very unique that you know I think more people need to know the story of what you guys are doing and why you are really presenting this completely alternate path for athletes. You know, we're told we're told growing up as as kids, you know, go to college learn to be this, learn to be that. But what I'm finding is, and this, this, is, this is sort of, you know, more of almost a, a macro version of what you're doing. I'm finding that college is just not for everybody. And you know what? We don't have enough good plumbers and electricians and things that you don't need to go to a traditional four-year school to learn, you know, that, that are valuable pieces of, of, of society. And, and that is also the case with athletes making their path to pro sports. So tell us a little bit about Chameleon BX, how you started it, why you started it, and really what the mission is. Well, I call it Chameleon BX because Chameleon training is what I basically developed through the years. Um, and it's more about training for life. Athletes come to me from all over to train for whatever sport they have. But I always say a chameleon adapts to the environment to survive. The training allows you to do whatever you do in life and do it better. So I started doing that ages ago. And then the BX stands for Basketball X Factor. Because what I did was it was about 11 years ago. And I've been screaming this for 11 years. And I felt like I was in a soundproof room. Because everyone I would speak to would say, oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. Kids have to go to college. And this is about basketball players, right? Uh, they have to go to school. And I say, no, they don't, because if we're what I'm talking about is the top talented players, okay? I'm talking about the one and done that they call now, where you would go from high school right to the pros. So it's not for every basketball player, it's for the select one at the top. So I would always say, if you're that good, why would you waste five months to go to college? Now, we have to be honest. These guys do not want to get a degree. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Most of them. Right. They, they, they don't. They're going to school for five months. So, and then half of them don't even go to class. <laughs> so they're not worried about getting an education. We have to understand that. And let's be honest about this. So when I would go to people, and I don't want anybody to take this personally. If you have uh, talked to people about a, a politician, now when you get into very, very high power, you know, the political field are very high, president, senators, whatever, what are one of the things that people would say describes a person in, in politics like that? What do they do, would you say? I would say some people would say they may be deceitful and that their job is mostly to get reelected. 
Right. And they, so they lie. They're deceitful. They lie. Right. So what I would always say to people and the other thing is not personal. It's the reality of it is when you get to take a high level division one power five conference coaching job, you're going to lie. Now they call it recruiting. I call it what it is. I call it lying. They go to someone's house and say, hey, how you doing, Mr. So-and-so? Uh, I love your son. He's my guy, even though I never met him before. Uh, I got to have him come to my school. Then they bring the door to the next person. Mr. and Mrs. Jones, how are you? I love your son. Blah, blah, blah. They do it all the way through for seven, eight kids. Okay? And they're lying because what they're doing is they're trying to get as many kids as they can to go to their school to play basketball because what is the main thing for self uh, preservation, uh, uh, self survival, does the college coach have to do? What's his main goal? What must he do? Uh, I would say the two things would be championship teams and putting butts in seats. Okay, I'd say win. If he doesn't win, he doesn't have a job anymore. He got to win. So he's going to do whatever he can to win, and that's to get all these players to the school. So they're telling these parents and these kids all lies. Now, I'm not telling them that the coaches cheat on their wives or beat their kids. This is part of their child, uh, job occupation. So what I started saying is, look, it, stop listening to that. Don't sign a letter of intent, which is insane. Who ever heard of a letter of intent? Coaches made it up for coaches. You have to sign a kid in high school in November. Suppose the coach isn't there by the time he comes around in September. It's ridiculous. But these guys say, oh, you have to sign a letter of intent. No, you don't. Once you sign to class in August, you're locked in for that semester. So they're lying about that. Then they can play out of position. They can make you run their offense. Everything is designed for the college coach. So I said, why not come out to San Francisco, do my training for 11, 12 months. Then I have NBA coaches who've been through this already. And they've been through their between jobs or they're, they're retired. So I have NBA coaches teaching them the NBA game. You can't do that in college. You're going to play with a college coach under his system for him to get wins. You cannot learn and develop in five months to be a professional basketball player in college. Can't do it. So I have it set up where, again, you come do my training, have the NBA coaches teach you the NBA game. So by the time you get to June and you have to go to the NBA workouts, I have the coaches that have already developed those workouts when they were in the NBA. They're the guys that ask the questions in the interviews. They're the guys that made up the exact workout you're going to do. So you're going to have a kid who has the answers to the questions 11 months prior. He'll come into a workout and they'll say, we're going to do seven shots from seven spots. Uh, I've already done that for 11 months. And the whole workout's going to be that way. Can't do that in college. Then we have marketing set up for these guys. Now, uh, one of my partners, Bruce Burke, he's phenomenal in marketing. So Bruce has it set up. We're going to get them involved with marketing. We're going to have a documentary called The Climb. A gentleman named Jim Jordan is involved in that. He's done, I think, 30 for 30s, uh, Amazon Prime with Jim Harbaugh. Um, it was a all or nothing. Uh, I think Hard Knocks. So we're setting it up where we're going to do a documentary on these kids from the day they get here through the NBA draft. Then we're going to take care of them with the financing, educate them on financing so they can keep their money and save their money, not that they're losing it in their first contract. 
because what parents don't understand is when you sign an NBA contract, you're a first-round pick, you get a five-year contract. Everyone thinks it's guaranteed five years. First two years are guaranteed. Year three and four are team options. And year five, they go to restricted free agency. But if a team doesn't like you, if you don't develop in those two years, they let you go. You don't have that option to go for year three. And kids think they're getting that money. They're not. And what happens is these kids come out of high, uh, college after one year, five months, and they're not ready. Now, for nine years, I was insane. Frankie's going to play. Frankie's going to play. And I go to my NBA friends, no, you need him to play so you can evaluate him during those games. So Kyrie Irving played 11 games at Duke. Was he the number one pick? Yeah, he was the number one pick. He played 11 games. Now, Michael Porter Jr. this past year from Missouri played 53 minutes of college ball, also had back surgery, and he was picked 14th this year. Huh. Well, how is that possible? He has to play, right? He's got to play 35 college games or he can't play in the league. That's why it's BS. The guys in the league use that for their evaluation, not the kids. If you're talented, you're talented. So let's forget it. Look, I was at Memphis for two and a half years, okay? After California left, I went there to help these guys. I saw firsthand what happens. Coaches lie. They don't develop these kids. I lived there for two and a half years. They trade with me from July until November. Then they played against me, competition, and I stink. Okay? Then they play. Then we, well, they do. Then we played our conference games. Again, against me. Because who do you actually play against? I don't care if it's Duke against Kentucky in one game or Kansas against whoever. You're only playing on the court for 40 minutes, and you're not like you're developing yourself. How is that developing you? So you're not playing against anybody. Then you go and train for the draft for five weeks to get ready for it. And then the coaches realize you're not ready. All these kids go either to the back and forth to the G League to develop and get on the team. And then a lot of them don't get past their second year. So we're saying forget all that. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. Stop wearing the rose-colored glasses. Come to San Francisco, and we will take care of these kids all the way through. So, cover everything. So Frank, tell walk, walk us through the the process of of how do you select these these young men to work with? Do they find you? Do you find them? And then what what's the process of getting them going through what you just described because it's not just about the training. It's about it's it's about understanding the finances, making sure that they're set up for not only their career but beyond because quite frankly, even if they have an, an incredible career, they're likely going to live twice as long in retirement as they were living. It's not like, you know, they worked in factory for 40 years. You know, they may have an eight, nine, 10 year season, and that, that would be a great run in itself. So tell us a little bit about the selection of these young men, the process of getting them onboarded f- f- with Chameleon BX, and then just what it would be like if, if I were a player working with you. Well, the first thing is, as far as just getting it, I need to get the word out, and that's why I appreciate you allowing me on today. We want people to understand what we're doing because I really don't advertise. I've never advertised in my training. Players have found out about me and they come to me. This is something different where I want to get, the first thing is to get in front of the parents. I don't, I, coaches and agents and runners and all this crap that goes on, it's sort of sleazy. I don't put myself in that category and I, I make it where, I will not go and 
Like I can get the kids and find kids' numbers and call them on my own. I won't do that. I have to get their parents first, their permission, get in front of the parents, explain to them what we're doing here with Community BX. And then if they like that on the phone, then I'll go meet them in person. Again, explain to them in person. Have, if they have any questions, just keep on asking the questions. And I'm very thorough. And then after that, we'll find out if the player wants to participate. And there's no contract signed. There's no obligation. It's more or less knowledge. Because you have college. You have China. You have the G League. You have Europe. Well, now I'm saying, look, it, there's a different way. And I feel a, a better way by far than any of them that is Chameleon BX. So I want them to get educated on that. After that, then we would have the players go to the coaches to see if they're really that good. Because the coaches will let them know, hey, this kid's an NBA player, or he's not. And then from there, we'll see if they want to get involved. If they do, then they'll come here to San Francisco, let's say, after high school. They'll come here in August. And we'll start setting them up from August to the training and the basketball all the way through until the following June. And that's where they'll learn everything. Because you said it is, it's about life. We're setting them up for life, not just basketball. And the players I have now who are NBA or NFL players, I tell them all the time, I'm training you for life. I want you healthy when you retire so you can enjoy all that money because your career is going to be a blip in your life. And you want to be healthy when you retire. So this is one of the things we'll put them through. And then we'll just get them ready for the draft. But the main thing we're doing is not only the draft, because anybody can get drafted, it's staying there for your second contract. That's what you want to get to. First contract is great. You know, the whole idea is save your money. Don't spend your money. Don't do anything. Just save it until you get to the next contract. And then if you want to buy your mom a house or whatever, you do it the second one. But they'll already be educated on the finances of that. Right. Now, the other thing we have, the other thing we have is I have it set up where not only for the high school kid, but for the college kid, if he's really, really good and he's at college for one year. And then he says, you know what? I don't want to go back to college because I'm not learning anything. I don't like the coaches. They already, I realize now they lied to me, but I'm not ready for the NBA. Uh, I guess I have no choice. The coach says, well, you have to come back. You have no choice. We're saying, no, you do have a choice. You can come out here. You've already been seen by the NBA coaches. Now you sort of disappear. Now the NBA coaches already know about me. I have a lot of friends I know in the NBA front offices. So they already know about us and what we're doing. And like I said, for nine years, we were crazy. But now, because the NBA is drafting on potential, now I'm a genius. I never changed my tune, but now I'm a genius because I now give them something that they can use. So they're getting an NBA ready mentally and physically for the road, for the schedule, the whole NBA grind. They're getting him a year in advance. Rather than drafting a kid and going, I have to waste a whole year on getting this kid to hopefully be an NBA player. So now that I have value to him, now I'm a genius. So we're getting them set from that first contract to the second. So Frank, will, will Chameleon BX also act as the agent for when it comes time for that second contract negotiation? We'll go, we're going to do it all in-house, yes. We'll have agents here. I'm not an agent. And the funny thing is, I never had it set up that way. But after speaking to a bunch of parents, I've gotten in front of a lot of parents and, and, and kids, they're like, you know, they said, your honesty, your integrity is already there. We've, we've heard about you or people that are, you know, remember the people that introduced me to the parents, it's trust. 
So again, it's not six degrees of separation. I won't do that. It has to be someone that knows that family and they know them very well. And they'll say, listen, I know you guys are going to go to college or whatever. You're thinking about doing this or that. Do me a favor. You owe it to yourself. Call my friend Frank. Now, since I trust Frank, you got to trust me about this. And that's how we open dialogue. So, you know, it's, it's, it's something where it's all based on that trust. Yeah, that, make, that, that makes that, sense, Frank, because you've created this model where trust is, right, is at the very core. So if, if, you're gonna have the, if parents are going to put their trust in you to guide their kids through, through this part of their life, it only makes sense to have the financial advisors, have, have everything, have the agents all under one roof. And these, the, a team that shares the same mission and ethics is really the well, way it, was ba- the way it, it was should It was based go. on them. That's right. what I was going to say. They're the ones that brought up to me. They said, you know, you're doing everything perfectly, but you should do it all in house. And I was like, wow, I never thought of that. So it was the idea was from the parents. So I said, okay, so we're going to get agents for, see, a player doesn't need an agent. If he's that good, when you're a top pick, you don't need an agent for your first contract. The salaries are all locked in for top uh, first round picks. It's already tiered in. And every team is going to give you 120% of the contract, not 100%. So you don't really need an agent. So what we're going to do is we're just going to hire agents. I'm not going to have in-house where it's just one agent with us. I'm going to get people I trust, and you can get lawyers, to make that setup where the kids are taken care of in the beginning. And that's why we're going to do all in-house. Because I'm not an agent, nor would I want to be an agent. But I'm going to guide the kids through it, and the parents and the kids are going to have to say. Because I want them to understand what's going on, not just when an agent hires a kid. And I've seen this a ton of times. Agents get kids, and they make it sound like the kid works for the agent. Like they're doing some kind of favor. Right. That, oh, I'm going to represent you. No, they work for you, not the other way around. That's right. Even with, even with workouts, they'll come in and they'll say to the kids, listen, we're going to take care of your training, all the pay for your workouts. We're going to get you a line of credit. Now, that's a red flag. A line of credit means that kid's in debt. So you're telling me you're going to put a kid in debt before he even gets a paycheck like you're doing him a favor. Or they say, hey, listen. Don't worry about it. I'm going to lend you the money for your training, but you pay me back. But listen, no interest. So I'm like, wait a minute. You're, if you lend this kid money, he's going to pay you back, plus you're taking 4% of his contract and 40% of his marketing, and he's going to pay you back? That's insane. So we're putting the money up for them. Any house means we're taking care of all the finances to show them that we really trust them and we're taking a chance on them in a big way. Well, Not that, that puts the onus, yeah, and that puts the onus on you, Frank, to make sure that you're working with very high quality athletes because there's a lot of risk on your part. I think that that should definitely be addressed. You know, if if you're going to wear the financial burden, you're going to ne- need to make sure that you're working with the best of the best that you can find. So, um, you know, hats off to you for taking that kind of gamble. Well, again, we're putting our money where our mouth is, so to speak. Agents, again, agents can talk it. Oh, you're my guy. Again, you're the greatest guy. And then they do nothing as far as they don't want to put the finances up. They want to read the rewards. Okay, but they, oh, oh, I have to pay this. I better get it back next week. I'm not doing that. I'm saying, you know what? I truly believe in you guys getting forward and becoming a, a top pro. Okay? So, I'm, you know, we're taking that risk. We're putting that money up financially, setting them up to get where they need to be. People don't do that. They talk it. They don't do it. We're putting, I guess, our money where our mouth is on that. That's great. We're showing these kids we care. 
So, Frank, what's on the roadmap for Chameleon BX for 2019? Well, right now, again, I'm, I'm just getting in front of families, and hopefully I may have a few kids for this August. Uh, got in front of families for 2020 and 2021. And that, to me, is when I first started, I, I started laughing because I've always said, let kids be kids and let them enjoy themselves. But because of this AAU crap and these college coaches, they don't let these kids be kids. They're recruiting them when they're freshmen. And part of that problem is these kids become entitled. They haven't done anything, you know. AAU is nothing to me. And these kids think that they're, you know, they're phenomenal when a lot of them really are just having smoke blow up their butt, so to speak, because the coaches say what they want to say. Like I said, they lie to these kids because they've got to get a few of them. So they throw enough on the wall, something's going to stick. So now they're recruiting that early. I have to get in front of the families that early now. And it, it, it just, I was laughing because I said, look at this. I'm going to go in front of a kid for 2021 or 2022. He's a freshman in high school. But I have to because we want to let them know this is an option for them. Not that I get in front of a kid who's a senior. That's too late by then. Because all the other coaches have gotten in front of a million times and they're not going to really listen. Their, their plans have been set. Again, who knows who's paid them from the schools? Who knows? And I don't really care about that, quite frankly. It doesn't matter to us. We're not the NCAA. But there's stuff going on behind the scenes. We want to get in front of that. And if the parents and the kids listen to us, it's going to benefit them. There's nothing that can compare to what we're doing. Nothing. You just, it just can't be. They're not designed for it. So I just, just get in front of the families, get in front of the kids, and, again, give them an option. There's no pressure from us. I'm just letting them know it exists. So, Frank, that's, how, that's how, much how can our listeners learn more about the work you're doing at Chameleon BX? Um, well, I have an email, um, uh, that was set up. We have a, a thing on Instagram It's chameleon underscore BX. And that's just something we just started and we just do it together because we're, you know, the marketing really isn't set up yet. Again, this is just me getting in front of the families and doing the work. Yeah, uh, sure. Traveling. Which is really the important um, part anyway. And we'll make sure we put a link in on, in the show notes to your, yeah, um, that, there's a, an email. I think uh, there's an email attached to that. Yep. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes to your Instagram account. I've been following it as well just to keep track of you guys and see the great work you're doing there. Well, I appreciate that. Like I said, it, it's, it's uh, again, tough to get in front of people sometimes because they're already set in what they're doing, and this is something that's new. But I really, again, I, I feel like I'm, I'm coming from the future, and I'm trying to shake people and say, wake up. You know, college is not the be-all, end-all for these guys. You know, there's, there's a better way because, again, we'll prepare them every step of the way and every part of it. And we also have education. We have a, a retired professor from Stanford who's on board, and um, he's helping with the education. So if the kids do want to get an education while they're here, we have that covered. I've been, like I said, I listen to people. I listen to what their concerns are. I speak to them. It's not my way or the highway. I'm listening to the parents and what their concerns are. And, again, no one's going to touch this on my training or the basketball, the marketing. We have all that set up, but the education was added because parents are saying, well, what if? You know, he wants to get a little bit of education. We have that set up too. Well, Frank, this has been great. I want to thank you for coming in today. Chameleon BX, another great example of a brand doing their part to make the world a better place. 
Frank Matrisano, want to thank you for coming in today. Uh, really appreciate your time. No, I appreciate you allowing me, sir. Thank you very, very much, John. I really do appreciate it. Join us next week for another episode of Brands That Matter. And please, leave us a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about York and Chapel, visit yorkandchapel.com.